Before I start today's episode, I need to give a quick disclaimer. I am not a medical professional or a doctor, and none of the information in this podcast is to be taken as medical advice. This podcast is purely for educational purposes only, and if you are experiencing symptoms or you have a medical question, please consult a doctor. And welcome back to Aware of Rare. I'm your host, Ashley Hewitt, and for the first real episode, I'm going to be going over and explaining Nutcracker Syndrome. I'm choosing to start with Nutcracker Syndrome in honor of Vascular Compressions Awareness Month. Nutcracker Syndrome is a compression of the left renal vein and can lead to a lot of complications, which I'm going to be getting into later. In every episode possible, I'm going to find someone who has the health condition who is willing to share their story either by answering some questions so I can read their story along with explaining the condition or I will actually have voice recordings from them on the podcast episode so you can hear them and hear them explain their story. So in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing the story of Grace Mosley, who has Nutcracker Syndrome and some other chronic illnesses and comorbidities. Without further ado, let's get into Nutcracker Syndrome. So, I want you to imagine a nutcracker. Not the Christmas nutcracker, a nutcracker, a metal nutcracker you would use to actually crack open the shell of a nut. As I mentioned, Nutcracker Syndrome is the compression of the left renal vein. So imagine that the nut in the Nutcracker is the left renal vein. And the two um, metal parts, like the metal handles, are the superior mesenteric artery and the abdominal aorta. So quite literally, the superior mesenteric artery, which represents one of the metal handles, is compressing against the nut or the left renal vein against the abdominal aorta, which is the other side, the other handle of the nutcracker. And it is pretty much crushing the left renal vein. I also urge you to be looking at the pictures on my Instagram, which is at Aware of Rare Podcast, to be seeing the pictures of what I'm talking about because with anatomical problems, it is pretty important that you're actually seeing what I'm talking about to be able to wrap your head around what is really going on. Nutcracker syndrome, along with the other vascular compressions, is a rare condition, but what I learned in my research of nutcracker syndrome is that there are actually two different types. There's anterior nutcracker syndrome, which is the more common type, but still rare, where the left renal vein is compressed between the superior mesenteric artery and the abdominal aorta, which is what I explained in the nutcracker metaphor. Posterior nutcracker syndrome is very rare. It is where the left renal vein is compressed between the aorta, the abdominal aorta, and the vertebral column. While they are both pretty much the same conditions with the same symptoms, I didn't find much about what actually causes posterior nutcracker syndrome, so most of my research revolves around anterior nutcracker syndrome. 
I will be going over every vascular compression syndrome eventually, but what is important to know about them right now is that they are very interconnected. Somebody with nutcracker syndrome is very likely to have another vascular compression syndrome. For example, Grace, whose story I am sharing in this episode, also has median arcuate ligament syndrome, superior mesenteric artery syndrome, Maytherner syndrome, and pelvic congestion syndrome. From my research, I learned that just the compression of the superior mesenteric artery can cause nutcracker syndrome, superior mesenteric artery syndrome, and pelvic congestion syndrome. And there could be more, this is just what I learned from my research. I'm trying not to get too into the other compressions right now and just focusing on nutcracker syndrome right now, but I promise you I will be getting into the others in the future. Some of the causes of nutcracker syndrome are Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, which is a rare connective tissue disorder. There are 13 types of Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, which is going to take me 13 episodes to cover because each type is very different. But all in all, what you need to know now is that it causes collagen, which is basically the body's glue, to become faulty and pretty much not hold things in place as well as they should be. So in Grace's case, they caused her organs to not stay in place because her connective tissue was so weak. The organ associated with nutcracker syndrome is the left kidney. The left kidney is connected to the left renal vein, and a condition like Ehlers-Danlos syndrome or another genetic connective tissue disorder may cause the left kidney to not stay well in its place. And when the left kidney doesn't stay well in its place, this also moves the left renal vein, which could threaten a compression. Other causes of nutcracker syndrome include tumors of the abdominal wall, low BMI, which I'm going to get into. So between the superior mesenteric artery and the abdominal aorta, there is a pad of fat that kind of supports and surrounds the left renal vein. So if someone were to either lose weight really quickly or naturally have a low BMI, they're less likely to have a supportive amount of fat to surround the left renal vein. So essentially, the cause of nutcracker syndrome is having a narrowed angle of the superior mesenteric artery, which if you're looking at the pictures in the show notes, um, you can kind of see the visual I made of this. So if the angle of the superior mesenteric artery is slimmer, that is very likely to cause um, nutcracker syndrome. Rapid changes in weight or height, again, can cause changes to that fat pad surrounding the left renal vein. Severe scoliosis along with abdominal aortic aneurysms, pancreatic tumors, blood vessel variations, car accidents or leg traumas, Or nutcracker syndrome can just be congenital. And there is actually a certain amount of the population that may have the anatomy for a vascular compression, but just won't show symptoms for the actual compression syndrome. And this is the case in a lot of compression syndromes. Some symptoms of nutcracker syndrome include headaches, lower left back pain, which is also called flank pain, that spreads down the leg, up the ribs, or to the right. And this is actually caused because of two 
veins that branch off of the left renal vein. So when this left renal vein gets compressed, it also causes the veins that branch off of the left renal vein to swell up and cause symptoms. So the flank pain associated with Nutcracker syndrome is caused by two, I think one or two veins that come off of the left renal vein that will swell up. Other symptoms include urinary tract infections, blood and urine, because when the vein can't flow, blood will end up getting backed up into your bladder. Um, varicose veins, because the again, the backflow of blood causes the veins to swell. Low energy, abdominal pain, leg swelling, painful urination, and painful menstruation. Racist symptoms of Nutcracker syndrome were daily headaches that didn't go away, blood and urine, flank pain, and it also contributed to her pelvic congestion, low energy, and a lot of GI issues. There are a few different ways Nutcracker syndrome can be diagnosed. Um, CT scans and MRIs are two different ways you can check for Nutcracker syndrome. Um, they both basically look at the anatomy of the person and I guess the main purpose of these two are to look at the superior mesenteric artery angle. If it's a small angle, that means you're very likely to have nutcracker syndrome. Um, there are also CTAs or MRIs, which are CT angiographies or MR angiographies. And the difference between this and a CT or an MRI is you're looking at the vein instead of the anatomy of the person. Like, you can actually see the compressions in the vein, if that makes sense. And another way is a Doppler ultrasound, where you can basically check the blood flow in the veins. If there are elevated volumes of blood, that basically means that blood is kind of plugged up more than it should be, and it's not flowing as well as it should be. So, a Doppler ultrasound is a pretty useful way of diagnosing Nutcracker syndrome. There's also venograms, which I think are kind of similar to a CTA or an MRA in the way that you're looking at the vein or the actual blood vessel. Grace was diagnosed by a venogram and a CTA, and it took her a little over three years to get diagnosed. A renal hyalur block is also a diagnostic tool for Nutcracker syndrome. As I said, there are people who could have vascular compression anatomy, but may not actually have the vascular compression syndrome. So, a way to confirm that the vascular compression syndrome is the cause of the symptoms is to use nerve blocks. So, a renal hyalur block is when a nerve block is given near the left renal vein, and if the nerve block is a success, um, that pretty much confirms that the patient does have nutcracker syndrome and they will benefit from a procedure that helps nutcracker syndrome. So there are a couple of treatments that people with nutcracker syndrome could get, which includes autotransplants, which is a pretty invasive procedure. It involves moving the left kidney from its original position to the pelvis next to the bladder. In this case, there would be no chance of compression from the left renal vein again, but that doesn't mean that complications couldn't arise. There's also stenting, where a mesh tube 
holds the left renal vein open so the blood can flow through. It is much less invasive, but not really as confirming of positive results, if that makes sense. Like, there is not as high of a chance that there are going to be good results from stenting. But it's also important to remember that surgery does not equal cure. Um, there are a lot of complications that could arise from getting surgery to help these compressions, um, and there's not always 100% guaranteed success. Grace actually had a very complex case of Nutcracker Syndrome, and it took her a while and actually needing to fly out to a different country to get a major surgery to try to fix her vascular compressions. Unfortunately, due to the complexity of her conditions, not all the compressions were able to be fixed. The surgeon placed a large um, stent in her left renal vein, which in turn ended up causing more compressions. So this is an example of why surgical procedures aren't always the most helpful. And this is where Grace wanted to mention that it is very hard to find a doctor that actually recognizes Nutcracker Syndrome and the pain it causes. Although Nutcracker Syndrome is a literal vascular abnormality and it can be seen on numerous scans and the pain of Nutcracker Syndrome is confirmed with loads of tests, some doctors still just go through the um, psychiatric route and blame the patient for their symptoms. And as a lot of us know, where there is a rare disease, there are doctors that are uneducated, don't believe in the condition, or just flat out blame the patient for the condition. So this makes it, along with the invasive and not completely effective treatments, this makes it extremely hard to treat conditions like Nutcracker Syndrome. And I really appreciate Grace for sharing her story because it really sheds light on how there just isn't enough education and treatment for these conditions. It took her over three years to finally be diagnosed with Nutcracker Syndrome and her other conditions, along with her debilitating symptoms and the fact that she put so much effort into getting a surgery to help it when the surgery pretty much just backfired. Grace is also getting a surgery in January that will hopefully reverse the complications that the last surgery brought and hopefully help her vascular compressions. So keep her in your thoughts because she has truly been through a lot. If you're looking for more information about Nutcracker Syndrome, a great resource is Nutcracker Syndrome Association. I got a lot of the information from this podcast from their Instagram page and their website. They have some pretty good information about Nutcracker Syndrome, so that is a great resource to check out. And if you really highly suspect Nutcracker Syndrome in yourself, I always recommend people to join Facebook groups, mainly because there are so many knowledgeable people on Facebook groups that can help you get the right testing, um, get the right information about your condition, help you understand certain parts of your condition. It is truly a great place to be if you have a health condition, so I always highly recommend you join Facebook groups for 
conditions that you show a lot of signs for and conditions that you already have. That is all for the first episode of Aware of Rare. I hope this was helpful or informative or you learned something. And I am so, so excited to get into more episodes. Um, If you have suggestions, I mean, I have a pretty long list of conditions I want to cover. So if you do have suggestions, though, I'm working on creating a form that you could fill out just to pretty much lay out your condition and suggest it, and I will get it and look into it and definitely add it to the list. So thank you so much for listening, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you and goodbye.